strategize together. Let's hear it from an expert. Join the conversation, it's informative and free. You and me, let's talk some strategy. Here's your host, Doreen Morin Van Dam. Hello, everybody. My name is Doreen Morin Van Dam, and I am the host of Strategy Talks. I am so glad that you are with us here today. If you're live, let us know. Give us a thumbs up and let us know where you're joining us from. want to give a special shout out to those who might watch this on the replay and to those who might be listening to this as a podcast on Strategy Talks. Thank you so much. A quick shout out to our sponsor, Social Insider. They are the intuitive dashboard for social media analytics, reporting, and competitors analysis for brands and agencies. If you're in social media and you need data, you need Social Insider. So thank you so much. And without much further ado, I'm going to introduce you to my guest for today. Hello, Wendy. Hello, Doreen. So my guest today is Wendy Broersen. She's from the Netherlands and she's a DEI specialist. And you're writing a book, Wendy. Let's talk about that first. Let's go dive right in. What are you doing? Well, typing away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm writing a book about inclusion and how to get there as fast as you can. Because uh, um, I work a lot around this topic and work with a lot of organization all through Europe and even in the States every once in a while. And um, uh, the one thing that really, um, you know, is a problem for most is to get out of the conversation and into action and, and mm. also make those actions like last, sustainable. Um, uh, most of it is as one of my um, peeps uh, referred to more like popcorn, which uh, who doesn't love popcorn, you know, you've got them all flavors, but if you try to build something, it doesn't last, or you, you cannot build with popcorn, you need bricks and you need mortar, you need a foundation, and then you can move into an inclusive organization. All right, that's, that's fantastic. So most of the audience here at Strategy Talks are uh, fall into one of two categories. So they're um, either small business owners or they're social media professionals or both, right? Take, somebody might have a social media agency or a graphic design agency. And so when we talk about inclusion um, for somebody who owns their own agency, and you're, you just put it right out there. It's not just about talking about it, but putting something in action. Can you talk to us a little bit? How do we start a conversation? Who do we start a conversation? Where do we find help? How, if somebody says, you know what? I see that in our industry, um, we're not very inclusive. Who do we start a conversation with? Where do we learn? I know there's a lot of questions, but that's really what, what we, I, I want to get the word out there. You know, I'm learning more about what it means to be inclusive and what it means um, to, you know, not just talk about it, but, you know, trying to put things into action. So I would love to share that with our viewers and listeners. 
Well, first of all, you have an audience that is right where it counts, right? Because uh, communication is everything. I always say when, when nobody knows about it, it doesn't exist. So if you're looking for role models and you are in a perfect position to put those role models in the eye of attention, that will certainly contribute to inclusion. And um, a lot of people ask me, why should we maybe, um, you know, put in their com communication, put um, somebody in there that is only representing five or ten percent of the community that we're we're talking about. And then I always say, well, if it's not a genuine representative of the communication that you're talking about, say the normal percentage would be thirty percent, it is that much more important to put that role model in there because it will attract more. Of, of the people that you're trying to get into your organization. And so you can play a, a pretty big role in that, um, especially when you're re recruiting. Uh, you know, as well as I know, that um, it's not just the company website that people look at anymore. It's what's out there on social media, on any kind of other media, on podcasts, on uh, make sure that you have a a nice representative uh, representing the the crowd that you uh, that you want to talk be talking to and so that's one simple example that you can do another one is when you use um, images and we're all really fun mm -hmm. images um, there's loads of, of stock uh, images out there but how about you just choose a not too slick white cookie cutter um, uh, image out there and choose choose out of a database of maybe black people or Asian people or people with a disability why not um, that would be a, a significant change that you can do as well so I, I love that so you're saying um, that in our images, especially if you have a podcast, one of the, well, before we talk about images, if you have a podcast, if you have a live show, if you are interviewing people and you're forward facing, of course, to the audience, make sure that your guest list is representative, yeah. right? So that you invite people of different cultures, maybe somebody with a disability to come talk to you and to your audience and give them a voice. So that's one. And then as far as when you're doing ads or when you're creating content um, for a client, if you're in social media like I am, that you know not every single picture looks like they're all from the same family, right? So they look different colors, different hairstyles, different genders, different, um, a lot of different races, different, um, they, just people look different. Right. Yes. So that's one way to do that. So when people look at the pictures, they're like, oh, that person looks like me. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's a that's a that's a great start. Now, if you're watching and you're wondering and saying, you know, is it harder to find some of those images? If you have a Canva Pro account and I can attest to that, that's what I mainly use. Those pictures are out there. You just have to put the right keywords in. <laughs> and instead of scrolling through the first 10 pictures, you might have to scroll through the first 50 pictures. But they're out there and they're available. And there are some stock photo websites um, that represent minorities. Um, and you can find pictures if that's 
um, what you're looking for. Uh, one of my clients um, needs pictures of children. Um, and we, of course, can't use the client's pictures. So we use stock photos. And so pictures of, col- uh, pictures of children of color. Um, and that's we're very much um, aware. That's not something that we, that we have to put out there. Um, for people yeah, to also, um, there are a couple of websites out there that have um, a database of free accessible um, uh, uh, images that you can just use and and portray because unfortunately you still see a lot of underrepresented um, minorities and like in, um, in in managerial positions uh, but they have sp- specific pictures uh, and images that you can use that show uh, um, uh, people of these minorities in these managerial positions. So um, it not, it's not just a face, but it's like a black woman with a computer uh, or, a, you know, a, in a definitely a corner office kind of setting. So um, that will also take away the stereotyping that is usually presented around these people which is awful. It's the same with women in a household position. Why mm. not try a guy that's cleaning the house? Mm. And it starts with us, doesn't it, Wendy? It starts with us. With that. I mean, stereotypes are based on, um, uh, you know, your, your, the, the surroundings that you, that you have when you say are about six to eight years old. And then you build upon those stereotypes. So if you are not, um, if you don't have them in your direct surroundings, you can see them either in social media, on television, on any kind of images. And if those images are diverse, um, then you will start to mend your um, stereotyping of um, a person who is in a managerial position. For instance, if you ask little children, to to draw a uh, police person, they will draw a guy, which is mm. a white guy even. So that's a bit weird. And uh, same with a manager, you know, they will draw um, a white guy in a suit, which is kind of weird because we have one third of all people in management positions are women for instance so that's that's really weird that the children still draw those images and we can influence that right so that bias is there and so apart from as business owners as managers leaders um, to set the right example when we are raising our families and talking to a younger generation we can also talk to them um about that bias, right? So, and and make people aware. I mean, is that something that's part of um, DEI education? Is that awareness? Because doesn't that usually start with that or? Yeah, it starts um, with asking a lot of questions. So if you're asking me what you can do personally as you know a person, um, it, it's asking a lot of questions. Um, um, so if you see an image of a, um, and it says the manager of our, um, of our firm, and you see this guy with tattoos and, and you know, a big earring in there and, and definitely not wearing a suit, uh, how come we per- perceive that image as to be false 
which is shouldn't be the case because it just shouldn't matter what somebody looks like. It, it matters what kind of skills and, and that guy, that guy or girl has. So, um, so it asks. It, it starts with asking yourself questions. If you see an image and for some reason it clicks in your mind that you're thinking, "Ooh, is this right?" and then start asking yourself why you think that image is is somewhat off or out of the ordinary. Um, and the other thing is, is that when you are in a meeting, um, for instance, it would be great to make sure that the people that don't speak up get a turn. That's something you can influence right away, right? You can address that person and say, hey, um, do you have anything to add? I haven't heard your insights on this yet. I mean, diversity of thought usually brings a lot of innovation, a lot of creative ideas, um, insights that you didn't think about. So um, address that quiet person in the corner. Address that person that um, obviously is there because they're capable but aren't heard a lot of. All right. That's the thing that easy you can do. I love that diversity of thought. That's really, that's really insightful, Wendy. Um, so is there, do we have a responsibility? You know, like where is the, is this a responsibility on a business owner? Is this a responsibility on every individual that is out in the world? Do, where, where do we start with this? You know, how does it, how should it make us feel? Um, to talk and to include people, um, where, where does it start? What is our responsibility? I guess that's my question. Well, it starts with us. I mean, if you want to change the world, there's an easy place to start, and that's with yourself, right? It's the same with, you know, um, being responsible about using energy, about your waste, um, and, and like, like garbage, and, you know, the, splitting it within glass and plastics and everything it starts with you and so a lot of people say oh i'm just a small company or or i'm only a one person company um that doesn't mean that you cannot make a change and i i would love to see a lot of people think that way um but i'll tell you what it did for me before i even started with this I am curious as hell. So, so what I love doing is start up a conversation with a person that I don't know. And I am even more intrigued when it's a person that doesn't look like me at all. Because I, as a child, I was always the odd one out. And so I know that there's a usually a very interesting story or you know, with that person. So right. why not, if you're at a networking event, go to that person who's standing on its own, uh, on he, his or her own, um, and start up a conversation. Uh, you'll be amazed about the stories that you hear, about the insights that they have, about the different view on things that they that were discussed or uh, people are talking about. And... Um, Having a genuine interest in people usually brings um, people together, and you'll find that you have so much more in common than what you 
differ from. Like, like the differences are way less than what you have in common. And um, I, that's why I also love traveling and going to other countries and cultures and emerge myself into it. I'm Dutch and uh, nobody speaks Dutch in the world, just the Dutch. <laughs> A little tiny bit in, of people in, in, in Belgium, but that's it. And so I try to learn a little bit of the language and they laugh, but it, it they connect right away. And um, yeah, so so be curious. If if it, if it, if you ask a question out of genuine interest, it's not easy to offend anybody as long as it's genuine, of course. I love that. That's great. Yeah. And we actually in the green room, we're talking about Suriname where they do speak Dutch as well as in Belgium and how language is definitely a connection piece. So, you know, there was, there were very few people in Suriname who looked like me um, and I didn't expect them to anyway, but the language gave me community, instant recognition and community. So when you go outside of that comfort zone of a language, like you are, I mean, obviously your English is great, but it's not your first language. So it gives you a little bit more of a, you know, you have to think a little bit more when you, when you speak, but when you have that connection of language community, um, it makes it a little bit easier to have that conversation as well. Yet think about for somebody who's new to your community, somebody who's moved to the Netherlands, if we're talking about the Netherlands who might not speak Dutch as well, um, how hard it is for them to go out and talk to other people. So for you to speak up and include them, I think that's a, that's a great way. Um, and that actually is a great segue to the last question I have, Wendy, is, you know, we talked about um, in the green room and we were, you know, going back and forth earlier with questions, but as a freelancer, right? So you're a, and there's a lot of more freelance in the Netherlands now, we call them ZZP. Uh, and so if you're a freelancer and you're going into other people's teams, what kind of role, what, what kind of mission can you have if you, because I mean, I was a freelancer for a lot of years and I probably joined 15, 20 different teams um, yeah. and not really thinking about DEI as something that I can, you know, uh, there's something that I can change or do. But you brought that question to me that was like, well, there are things you can do. And so what are what is something that you can do if you're a freelancer and you join somebody else's team? Well, it's an easy one, actually. And it's, it, it starts with the question, why? When I get into a new culture, because everybody, every organization has their own culture, right? And so if they do something in a way that I'm like, but aren't you excluding this part of the company or this part of mankind? I mean, um, uh, if you're talking about expressive people or, or, or people that are just not that articulate, um, if you're in a meeting and and you you know and they're just letting everybody speak and and don't address the people that aren't you know at the front of things, ask why, because when they can't answer that question, it starts up a conversation why it's important to to include and 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 not exclude either target groups or, or people that work in that same organization. The question, 
why I've asked that question so many times and it triggers so such wonderful things and it also triggers you to think about processes and 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 things how you do it usually but that doesn't mean that it can't be changed and right that change that's awesome. That's a Wendy, we are at 20 minutes. Can you believe that? This that was a great ending. I love that. Ask if you're a freelancer and you're on other people's team and you see that people are not included or you ask why. Why are am I just meeting with you? Why are they not included? I love that question. Wendy, where can people find you? Online? Oh, they can find me on LinkedIn, of course. Okay. Uh, okay. that's the best way to to reach me. Okay. I'm very on it and um that's how you and i met yes (laughs) that's wonderful podcast to be exact yeah yeah it was just um linkedin is a great uh, medium i I love it for so many ways and and reasons but um yeah just reach out to me there that would be the easiest way all right excellent i will make sure that the links to uh wendy's LinkedIn um, profile is right there. Um, Thank you again, everybody for watching. And uh, if you have questions, reach out to us, let us know. We'll be happy to answer them. I'll be back next week with another episode of Strategy Talks. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you, Wendy. Love being here. Thank you. Bye.